Hi, I'm Atul Jha and you are listening to Around Startups Interview Podcast, a place where we interact with the makers of India's startup ecosystem. Let's get on to the show. In this episode of Around Startups Interview Podcast, we bring to you Sanjay Nath, co-founder and managing partner at Bloom Ventures. Prior to founding Bloom, Sanjay spent over 12 years in the US in business development, management consulting and operations role across organizations such as PwC Consulting, IBM Global Services and Sun Microsystems. Sanjay is an engineer from Bets Pilani and holds MBA from ULCA. Sanjay likes football and is a big time FC Barcelona fan. In the interview you will hear more how he relates football to entrepreneurship. Hey Sanjay, welcome to the show. The first question, what time you usually sleep? Yeah, thanks Atul. So uh, you know this is a kind of a bad uh, bad habit from Pilani days, hostel days where we'd always uh, study and sleep, you know, never before 2 a.m. So that's stuck on. So it's usually about 12:31. And uh, I'll just add it's very interesting. It's you know, we live in a crazy startup world in some cases we've had scheduled calls with the entrepreneurs uh, between 12 and 1 a.m. So usually 12.31. So what's your uh, daily routine like? So uh, I'll give you, uh, I'll just share sort of two examples. One is when we are uh, local in the office and the other is when you're traveling. So I'll start with traveling. With traveling, it's, you know, again, crazy, right? Six, not six, but like say seven, seven thirty a.m. flights. Uh, typically... Uh, you know, uh, plan meetings around one, uh, plan other meetings around one big board review. So, uh, you know, let, for example, if you're in Delhi, half of the day will be in Gurgaon, second half will be in Delhi, and uh, you have meetings interspersed around an anchor meeting, which is like a board meeting, right? Typically, last meeting is a dinner meeting, finish at 10, uh, get to the hotel room, do about two hours of emails, and, you know, get to bed. Now, I think one interesting thing is we'd all like to be healthier than we are. So, uh, need to find time for exercise as a routine basis. Uh, in in uh, town, uh, usually start the day, as in India, we don't start that early, so usually not before 9.30. Uh, pretty much, uh, you know, Mondays and Fridays, we are all in office, so internal team reviews, uh, at least first half of the day. And then typically have a portfolio pipeline come in second half, and then usually some evening meetings. Uh, now, there is so much interest in India, so the interesting thing is you have overseas visitors, in almost every week. So Karthik and I spend a lot of time, usually evening meetings, you know, with them uh, who just want to learn about India, invest into funds, invest into companies. So can you tell me about uh, uh, the history of Blue Venture, like, you know, how it started and how you and Karthik complement each other at Blue? Sure. No, absolutely. Um, two very uh, different but very parallel and now convergent paths. So both engineer MBAs, uh, you know, uh, I'm Bespilani, UCLA, Karthik is uh, Ruti, um, I am Bangalore and Wharton, uh, both were in the US, uh, interesting you talk about complement because you were East Coast, I was West Coast, so two different coasts coming together. Uh, Mumbai Angels brought us together, that was the first angel investment, uh, I had invested in Mobi and a couple of um, other companies and Karthik was an institutional member, had also invested and uh, now it's been about four and a half years, five years to the day, uh, that's the journey. In terms of complementing uh, each other, you know, we've discovered, I think we're very complementary. I'd say, uh, uh, one thing I'd say, it's very difficult to do anything alone. So I think 
the and the most difficult thing to do is to find a co-founder that you like, respect, and can work with and live with. And I think Touchwood that's you know gone well. Um, I would say for startup companies, find a co-founder. It's easier to raise funding, easier to get customers. But finding a good co-founder is the most difficult. So that's one. Um, in terms of complementing each other, I'd say we are quite different. Uh, I am a very uh, I'm sort of a people uh, relationships person, and I sort of think laterally. You know, I'm always thinking about ecosystems, connecting the dots laterally. Patrick is has all of that, but he's also very deep, intense. Uh, I think fantastic to dissect business models, to evaluate ideas, um, uh, can get deep into things, and you know I think this sort of balance of uh, and I, I'd say he's a you know he's an ideas vision person. I'm definitely more a people uh, relationship person. Once there's a vision, finding out the right people who can make it work. So definitely very complimentary in that sense. And you have worked in multiple positions, and you have uh, spent uh, quite a bit time outside India as well. Do you think it has helped you in forming Bloom Ventures and deciding on portfolios and and like selecting right companies? Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, you know, it's interesting. Uh, I mean, uh, not surprisingly, Karthik and I are the oldest in Bloom, uh, and uh, I think it's uh, we 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 try and look at an interesting metric that can we keep the average age of Bloom and the portfolio companies constant, right? So as we are becoming one year older, are we backing? You know, are we hiring younger principals and also backing younger entrepreneurs, right? So that's one aspect. Uh, I think in terms of uh, what we've learned and brought to Bloom, um, see, I think what's interesting is with age comes experience on one end of the spectrum. On the other side, you have youth and energy on the other side. So uh, the what has come, I think, to Karthik and me, uh, uh, you know, thanks to our time outside, is one is cross-border experience. Second is dealing with, let's say, non-Indians or overseas visitors, uh, and also seeing how they perceive it is. And the third point is when you've seen the, you've seen cycles, you've seen cycles of things going up and down. So that's very important for startups. Uh, one of the reasons we actually like some startup experience in the entrepreneurs that come and pitch to us is we want somebody who's been able to scale a system and with systems also crashed. You, uh, if you've only seen the good side, you're not ready to deal with the bad. So I think what comes with experience from outside uh, corporate world, startup world that we have is that you've seen those cycles. And that's important. Uh, I think the other aspect is also we've done business development, uh, sales, and that's very helpful. You know, when you're raising a fund, dealing with a lot of overseas and, uh, investors, partners, VCs. Uh, having said that, it's a very exciting time to be in India. So there's no regrets, no doubt. Even if you had to do it again, we would still come back and done the same thing. It's a very exciting time, very bullish on India. Uh, being a big football fan yourself. What do you think is lacking in India? Like why our football team has not taken off? What needs to be done? Yeah, well, maybe, uh, maybe what, maybe we have one or two more cricket scams, and uh, <laughs> it may, it people will start thinking about football. Uh, you know, it's very difficult to compete with cricket, right? If you think about India, it's I think about cricket, Bollywood, and let's say third one is either food or marriages. Um, uh, I think what will uh, uh, you know what will change what will, could change it positively is if you have some celebrities coming like you know there was talk of uh, Rogba coming here but he went to New York but you've got Del Piero and those things are important because Indian fans are fans of the biggest clubs I mean they're very international they stay up and watch like I stay up and watch Barcelona games so you need sometimes a celebrity push that's one 
and uh, I think we just need more coaching programs. I know FC Barcelona has something in Delhi. I think if you have these other clubs like Real and Manchester United coming and setting up camps for the youth, that's going to change a lot. But I think it's good. You have the independent league, John Abraham and these others uh, who, by the way, uh, John Abraham's one year junior to me from high school. Uh, Ranveer is uh, much younger, almost 10 years from the same school. So it's very, and John was very good, was a very good football player in school also. So when when actors, celebrities who also are passionate about uh, a sport get involved, it energizes the youth. But having said that, I think only money will change it, right? I mean, you need serious money to come come in. So if you've got these celebrities, and then you have you know ex veterans like Delphi or Ronaldo coming in, it's going to boost the game. And do you think if a startup comes with such pitch to Sanjay, it will be considered at least for a, a pitch for a. a Opening an academy or some kind of uh, yeah. service around football. So, so uh, you know, there, I think if it's an offline component, then let's say it is less relevant for Bloom. But if there is something about content, like look at a Crick, a crick Buzz or like a Crick Info, if there's something around football, I think absolutely. Like I spend, you know, I go to gold.com, I go to different sites, uh, look at the Twitter feeds, and I'm just following that news. You ask about, you know, what do you do at late at night? You don't want to look at you know, late emails, but this is when you catch up you know, on the day and finding out what the latest transfers are and all that. So, uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, if, uh, if football takes off, it would be great. So, uh, since you spend most of your time in Bombay, you are based in Bombay, how do you see the city comparatively different from cities like Delhi, Bangalore? For uh, for the start, uh, startup ecosystem yeah, and technology yeah. overall. Yeah. So I'm a, you know, all in out Bombay boy, right? I mean, I grew up in Bombay, spent 15 years in the US and came back. Uh, Bombay boy, Bandra boy, love it. Uh, having said that, it's not the easiest place for startups. So two separate things. I love Bombay. Uh, I love Bandra, but it's not startup world. I think one of the challenges is just real estate. One of the things is cost. Poway is an interesting anomaly, but it's like by itself. Right? It's, it's like a mini Stanford. But uh, if you look at what uh, Bangalore or Delhi have, what, what Bangalore has is it has got the tech talent. Tech talent. Uh, you walk into any Costa Coffee, and in uh, Bombay you're going to find uh, suits talking about uh, what, you know what the markets are today. In Bangalore you're going to talk about you know uh, what's the what's uh, you know what's the reaction to Apple Watch's latest release. So I think the ecosystem for tech startups is just there in Bangalore. It's there in pockets in Bombay, but yeah, I don't think it's ever going to compete with Bangalore. Uh, there are a lot of things we can do. I think, uh, uh, you know, I think Power is a great example, which is the ecosystem. There, you know, you have a lot of interesting startups in Andhedi West and you have them all over. Uh, but uh, finance rules in Bombay, right? It's always going to be there. So I think in that sense, Bangalore is you know, way ahead. So on an average, how many hours you spend going through the pitch and what are the recent trends you are seeing? When uh, startups pitch to us? Yeah. Um, so typically what, you know, we always like to see what they're doing. So typically we, so at least the way I think I like it is that if they've sent a deck first, I like to send, see the deck. So then the actual pitch, you don't want them to go through the deck. You just keep the deck aside and it's more discussion. So one of the things I'll say is interesting is I, we always, uh, ask startups to actually don't call it a pitch, right? Call it a discussion. So what happens is just think about it this way. If somebody, if you know that somebody is coming to ask for money, then the uh, the uh, outcome at the end of the meeting is either yes or no, or 
uh, and and sometimes the answer is decided even before the meeting right because you know that the time is not right you can't give the start of money and they are asking for it if you make it a discussion i would say some of the best discussions are of an hour we spend about 55 minutes talking about the customer pain point why they excited uh, why the customer love it and the last 5 minutes you say oh by the way are you looking for money right it's not it's it's a discussion this like the same thing applies to us as fund managers when we go to pitch if i don't have a relationship with the person i'm seeking to get money from and it's just a pitch it's the same so it has so i would say change from pitch to discussion mode or to discussion and feedback and interactive uh, discussion would, would you like to share one of the craziest discussion you had off late with one of the founders like how they pitched to you or like they discussed or spoke about this startup yeah so it's not i won't talk about the startup itself but about the way they pitched so yeah. there's this company that uh, it's interesting they also happened to know sandeep anandistai who was one of our key advisors supporters mentors investors uh this team came all the way from calcutta then called uh, they just happened to be in mumbai and they just landed up in office and they were waiting now um kartik me and the entire investment team was setting up because it was one of those monday uh, mondays all day in office all hands day and uh, the office boy uh, told us that there was a team that had come down to meet me you mean me or kartik i think uh, they met up with before and so we asked them to uh, not wait but send us an email right send up with us cards so they waited and then they actually uh, one the one of the founders wrote uh, uh, took a borrowed a a4 printer paper and wrote a full letter from down about why they want to meet and why they'll wait like 3 hours and sent it up to the office boy and they were right down waiting and you kind of think wow this is persistent and you kind of feel guilty say at least you have to meet right so they waited almost let's say uh, probably about 4 5 hours they went out for smokes they came back they would give them access to wifi So it's interesting that uh, you know they came all the way. That also tells you that Calcutta doesn't have much of an ecosystem. But it's it's interesting, you know, that uh, you get pitched this way. So then I finally met them. Uh, they may not be a fit. Uh, we talked to Sandeep, and you know he was interested in helping them. But it was quite amazing that they came all the way. And actually wrote a handwritten letter, which is uh, carried up the stairs. So do you think like smart founders are lazy? I think that's a great, great question. See, I, I think you know we are, all of us as human beings, we are lazy or we are diligent about things that we want to be. So I'll tell you, I think I won't use the word lazy, but I'll say they're lazy about certain things. So what we see is, uh, see, Jack Ma wrote a very interesting comment recently. I'll sort of bring it into it. Uh, says that the the best founders hire people better than themselves. Right? It's, it's a cliche, very easy to say. Navi Tiwari talks about it a lot of time, and I think he's done it because I've been a part of it more from the beginning. He's always hired people. He likes to say these people are better than me. I just I was lucky, happened to be the founder CEO, but these guys are better than me. The point about it is they they may be lazy about reporting, about uh, compliance, about diligence, which is very important. Uh, like in the valley, in the valley, for example, uh, you talk to Paul Graham. Or he said, "Oh, I don't need to sit in board meetings." I just want to know your month-on-month metrics. What is not going well? What is going well? Where you need my help? Like a simple one email or simple one page. We find that uh, uh, this is in general, huh? not about Bloom. A lot of founders are very, very good, but they're not very good at communicating. 
had communicated regularly, like a monthly newsletter or a simple email with how the month went, what worked well, what didn't work well, where they need help. In general, they're not as good as communicating. So they're not lazy in terms of customer development or business development, but in terms of communication, I would say that. What defines success in your opinion, in general, about life? Not about startups. About startup, about life overall. So, you know, I think one is that uh, if you think about uh, recognition or validation of acceptance by your community, that is success in the sense, if you apply it to the startup world. Today, I think uh, raising the latest round of funding has become a success metric, right? And I mean, I, I think nobody would dispute that. I mean, I'll tell you from all founders, the minute a company is raised around, the first question uh, we get is, uh, you know, and at what valuation, right? Because that has become so important. Uh, that's only a means, it's not an end. Um, I, I think uh, the real success is the reason metrics and if somebody says that they are the best, you know, to become the best in a certain category, um, like I'll, let me say this, like if you look at a company like Urban Lander, they're not a portfolio company. But the advertising that they do on Facebook, the just the way they've thought about the whole space is very interesting, right? You feel like you want to see those ads. You get sucked in. I think they've done a very good job of the UI, of the UX, uh, you know, of that. Uh, if you look at our company, Grey Robotics, also, it's such a different feel. Uh, you have to see where they've come from. You know, maybe back then they were 26 and 23. But then doing, they've been doing robots since high school. So passionate and so forth. So I think success is about, you know, really going deep and being the best in a certain category. And obviously focusing on customers and everything that comes. And I think also, to me also, I think I like also successful people who are also likable. That's just my sense. You know, I mean, you, you can sort of be a badass and still be successful. But I think if you also are a nice person, it's nice. Do you think like uh, in the current uh, scenario, like where everyone is connected to the device, mobile, smartphone, uh, laptop and all, we are living under pressure, like some kind of pressure where like we are too much, we are getting too much of, you know, news pushed into us, right? What's your way? How do you keep up with that? Right? I, 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 I think absolutely, there's no dispute about it. You think about before the mobile, if you had an email, for example, to respond, you would respond when you get to the office. Today, the minute you get a text, you get a WhatsApp, there is an urgency to respond, which is sometimes false, right? And I think it's a, it's a bit of a crazy word. Um, I uh, you look at kids also today, right? They're spending more time on iPads and online and, and not playing. So I think I think we need to figure out a way to deal with it, um, to uh, to take that time off. It's a very difficult problem to solve. I think we're living in a hyper-connected world, uh, and we have to have the personal discipline to take some time off to um, to 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 get back. You know how it was before, sort of the mobile invade in the world. So it's it's important. It's an important challenge. So, what do you think of Elon Musk? Like, what is he up to? You know, if you think again about Messi and Ronaldo, who are really, who, you know, they say are from a different planet. I think if you look at people like Elon Musk also, really trying to change the world we live in and taking very bold bets. Now, he had staying power, he's got capital, and really doesn't, you know, care about what the world thinks about him. But they really, I mean, you know, look at SpaceX, look at Tesla, look at you know, the Hyperloop that he's building. This is ground-breaking, uh, uh, sort of path-breaking, world-changing stuff. I think we'll see that from India also. 
but it's going to take some time so i think it's admirable and these are the people who are going to change the world now it's a different question of whether you know you're going to be the vc that backs them and will make money that's separate but i know one of the vcs uh, rico fisher jovetson who have backed all of uh, masters ventures you know one of the partners there they're very bullish on it because it differentiates them right it, they go to the investor and say this india backing mask everybody else backing the next drop box or twitter but we are doing something different so you need people like this i think it's fantastic so what do you see in a team before uh, funding them like what is the overall process like sure so you know it's uh, i think we i like we like to say that uh, early stage investing is as much art as science if you think of you know a 2 by 2 world you do a spectrum and it's far more art than science i mean what side and we is and the financial modeling i think a lot of it comes to um, how deeply and how obsessively the founders have thought about a problem why they are the best ones to solve the problem and uh, you know whether customers will uh, you know pay uh, pay and uh, uh, you know you can really scale this so one of the ways we think about it is you know we think about the founders we think about the market size and we think about the ability to execute ability to execute means to sell to talk to customers to raise money to build you know partnerships to hire the team uh and we look at all of that now what we do typically is we'll also make uh, uh besides reference checks in every first meeting we'll also make some introductions and uh, uh you know see what the ecosystem has to say about this right i mean if you think about if you think about this way uh and you think about you know three elements you think about the founder you think about the vc and you think about the customer the the founders always come and tell you that you know the best sort of god's gift to the world and their product is the best number one the vc is not taking at face value he's saying show me proof and the validation or quote unquote proof is customer traction saying that okay show me three pilots customers downloads that uh, that validate this so uh, i think uh, as you get into later stage it becomes more of science but uh, you start of it being much more of an art so you are saying if someone has to come and pitch you the better idea will be to have some customers or some people already tested the idea he has some numbers and traction with him and and you know i would say deep traction or like a, i would say a, a deeper initial base is better than a scattered base that is half baked right so for example let's say that let's look at when uber was launched i think i heard this from one of the early uber investors who said that angels who said they knew they want to something when the first users of uber uh, said that they couldn't live without this it was such a good service right now five users within san francisco within a certain zip code going deep into it i think it's far better than one in san francisco one in beijing one in singapore that might prove global scale but if they said all these people said that i just won't use it once i'm not sure it's a nice to have better than that that's not as good as somebody saying so it doesn't have to be uh you know you, we don't expect like you know 10 customer orders for b2b or like 10000 downloads for a game but some initial traction that shows that it's more than a powerpoint deck you know that it's it, it's 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 being used and being valued So what has been your uh, successful exit like one most successful exit so far So I think you know that, uh, in a sense it's still early right to talk about exits uh, uh, in Mumbai they still not had exits of really great company I'd say taxi push was very interesting right because if you look at the scale 
200 million exit look at the time 5 6 years now they were number 2 or last as a leader but in the larger scheme of things it's it was a quite a large deal right we were early uh, after that larger vcs came in a uh, great team very good execution ability it's just that the other guy raised more money than they did um uh, were very really cared about employees built a call center understood the nuances of the indian consumer vis-a-vis just having an app they had a call center they allowed you to order also uh so and you know the size of exit also is so what will be your advice to everyone who wants to be the part of india's startup ecosystem as a founder or as a developer or 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 say as a hr or something like that? yeah what will be your advice so you know i i i think one of the uh, again it sort of sounds cliche you know but we say that you know be a good listener work with others i think that's the most important think about it you know uh look at a mark many of its sales force and you know he's a evangelizer and i think every ceo founder has to be a chief sales officer and evangelizer and you've got to excite everybody around you about what you're doing right so this is not just about sales but this is about they you've got to get deeply into them you've got to excite first your employees you've got to hire employees to join you to believe in your vision you've got to excite customers uh when they really find value you have to excite business partners the media the ecosystem and obviously then your investors right so i think in the valley you have a lot of brilliant tech co-founders who uh, uh may be shy or reclusive but the product is so good the product sells itself i think in india i think the ability to work with others obviously you have to have the vision you have to have the product but to get everybody around you to buy into it is extremely important right uh you're you're selling all the time and you're selling to multiple stakeholders by selling i don't mean uh selling in that sense but explaining your product right uh explaining the feature uh, product the company the benefits to everybody so i think that's that and the second thing i'd say is build a team it's very difficult uh like we will very rarely back single founders in part two uh you need a sounding board i mean look at karthik and me also we have each other and we have a team very difficult to run a fund very difficult to run a company by itself so very important to build the team early so i am almost done with my question and answer i'm at the last sure. part of my uh, sure. interview i call it take five basically yeah. it's a quick fire round sure where you can select one or if you want you can have both but you have to speak at least a sentence like why you have selected so i mean i know this answer but i'm still going to ask you like fc barcelona or real madrid sure No, I, you know the answer for me is Barcelona. Also, because I think that they operate very, very well as a team. I think Real Madrid went and took the policy of massive budget. Uh, that they'll just go and they call it Galacticos, right? And they'll just go and hire the most expensive, buy the most expensive players, and they'll just click. Whereas, think of our organization. Barcelona is promoted from within. They've come up through the academy. These these players, I don't know if you know, Sarah's the Sarah's younger age of ten or eleven. Messi's Messi's been playing for Barcelona since the age of nine. Right. They they grow up there, so it becomes family. So the whole idea is that it becomes a culture, and it's a true team. They eat together, they sleep together, they they play together, they in the dorms together. Very different culture. And so uh, diff- different approaches. I don't think uh, you know just bringing in expensive people together can just create personal chemistry. It it works same in the startup ecosystem as well, right? Yeah. So you're right. Uh, you look at even venture firms and the others. You you have to bring in fresh blood. 
but you can't just you know others you'll just go and hire the most expensive mbas or the other executives and just make them join a startup it's a disaster there has to be personal chemistry they have to get to know each other they have to work well together they have to work through the bad also that's very important look at barcelona had a slump uh before they won the treble they were doing they 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 got hammered if you remember by bayern munich 07 70 two years ago right they went to a slump which is very healthy you go through a slump to realize what you need the coach died and you know that he did lost the coach to cancer uh, after that he broke it over it went to bad time which i think is important as you would talk about that greece or italy they give me very exotic choices you know italy's uh, italy uh, interesting because uh, i i like to drive italy is a place which is like india people are crazy you still drive uh, it's italy's uh, also not uh, we say not that clean what i mean is that it's it's pristine but it's you know it's not manicured it's just natural it's nice there's a, the italian way of life is just very you know they they use the hands all the time whether they are expressing their love or their anger or frustration and you seen two italians fighting you just have to see the hands you know it's 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 a very beautiful uh, uh, culture and everything about it right from the cars to the food to there's a lot of art in it so yes sunrise or sunset I would love to say sunrise, but thanks to Pilani and bad habits, I'm not a, a morning person. And as you know, we covered the first question about one a.m. So definitely sunset. And as you know, I love uh, I love taking pictures. I I uh, on my iPhone. I'm uh, you know sometimes overdo it, but I love taking pictures of sunsets, and I have a great collection. It's I think the beauty of the sunset. I'll give you an example. We went Greece over the summer, and there is a place in Santorini at sunset. There are there's a church. and there are about probably 200 300 people that come just and stand in sir just to see the sunset so there is something about one moment that just brings people it's just a sunset it's very magical and also it's easier to get 300 people at sunset than sunrise so robots or drones that's interesting um you know i don't see them that different but uh, you know obviously without getting into technical one is sort of near one is on the ground but uh for my own experience because of gray orange and systematics out here robots because the applications are tremendous i think the regulations also easier you have less you know you always have to think about one drone if it failed and fell down and injured somebody the liability from that uh i think the applications of robots are amazing the key is if you can get robots to work with people rather than just replace them Rather than against them, you know, I think this way we can coexist. Last one, I know the answer, but I'm still asking: Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo? So I would definitely say Messi. I'll tell you, uh, I'll I'll caveat Cristiano Ronaldo in a different context. Uh, if you he was uh, see the best players, you also have to create things for them. I think Cristiano Ronaldo has now become more of a team player than what he was. He's become more of a complete player. He is. Uh, uh, he is brilliant. He's six feet two. Messi is only about five six. He Cristiano Ronaldo is fantastic in the air. He can jump to two and a half feet off the ground. So actually, when you're doing a header, technically he's about eight and a half feet in the sky. He's powerful. He's this thing. It's just that because of the approach of Real Madrid, they're not playing as a team. I'll say tell you something more personal. We I go to Barcelona often. It's my favorite city. We have a friend's house. My wife's best friend who lives right next to Messi. Live next to Messi's house, so she has taken, sent pictures uh, to me of Suarez, Messi, and Mascherano 
playing tennis in Messi's tennis court and comes back to the fact that they're living together, they're playing together, they're hanging together on a Sunday. What do you do on a Sunday? You have a beer. You're having it with your team players. You're not sitting somewhere with a paparazzi, right? So that's the approach. So to answer the question in a different way, um, I think Cristiano, because of the individual approach of Real Madrid, they all, the individual has to succeed. If you look at Messi and Neymar and Suarez, you look at the delight on Suarez's face when Neymar scores. Look at the delight on Messi's face when uh, Suarez scores. They want each other to score. They, are, they want to pass the ball to each other. Here, it's the approach is pass me the ball. And if I have the ball, I am going to take a shot. If I don't, can't, then I'll pass it to you. So I think that uh, I think same thing to startups. In Mobi, look at it, four co-founders. They're always mentioned together. They're always doing everything together, right? Four, I feel, is a little too much. Like for startups, three for co-founders. But a lot of parallels between uh, sports and uh, startups. I mean, it can be a different segment. Very interesting to explore. The similarities of teams going through a slump, coming up. Uh, not winning trophies for 10 years, sadly winning, right? Uh, losing a coach, losing a key player, right? It's like losing a leader. How do you man? How do you come together? Half-time strategies, right? Uh, you have had a bad first year. And how do you come up and bounce back on the second year? Very interesting. Thanks, Sanjay. Thanks for coming to this episode of Around Startup. You've been very kind. I hope you liked the questions I asked. Do you have any advice for me? No, I, I'd say I think it's very interesting what, that you're doing this uh, in a very different way. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, I, I, we just need to create more engagement, I think, between us. So I uh, would, love, would love to see how this pans out and uh, happy to help. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's great. Congratulations. Thanks again. Thanks, Sanjay. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Your suggestion will be a great help to me. Send me your feedbacks to my email atul at the startups.com or alternatively via Twitter at aroundstartups underscore. Let me repeat. It's at aroundstartups underscore. I'm not done yet. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes and SoundCloud as Around Startups. So what are you waiting for? Go follow us on all the social media channels and give us all your feedbacks.